What's up, manga fans? It's your boy, the Hollywood Kid, back at it again for the Weird Science Manga Podcast. This time we're flying solo today. As uh, as you know, me and Jim, we figured that manga is so good, you can't just leave it all to one day. You can't just leave it all for Manga Monday. You gotta, you gotta spread that manga love uh, and spread it throughout the week. Indeed. Oh my goodness. So yes, we have branched out uh, on the manga podcasts. He's got his own little deal up and running already. Uh, Jim's mini manga review show. Chances are, if you're listening to this, you might have already seen it on the Weird Science Manga uh, podcast feed. Uh, on the first episode, he covered Tis Time for Torture Princess, uh, the Manga Plus Darling. Oh my goodness. Very, very underrated series. Uh, very wholesome read. Uh, everyone is a quick read, like he was saying, but very wholesome, and it, it it's just the perfect Monday pick me up. But uh, don't take my word for it. Don't be listening to me. Head on over to the Weird Science Manga Podcast feed, uh, wherever you do be listening on either the the iTuneses or the the Spotifyses or yes, indeed the Podbeanses and everywhere else that you listen to good podcasts, uh, and that is up and running. Uh, and, and listen to what Jim had to say about it. And that will be coming out every Friday. But this is going to be something a little bit different. Uh, this is going to be the Like That Read This show. Luke's Like That Read This. Hashtag Like That Read This and That and the other thing. Oh my goodness. I am having so much trouble trying to keep up with these hashtags. I don't know how Jim does it. Jeez Louise. But this, the idea for this show, uh, it's something that we've already been doing on the at Weird Manga Twitter, uh, you know you gotta head on over to the Twitter and follow Weird Manga on Twitter for all the latest manga news. Uh, but every Wednesday, uh, we put up a little post called the Like That Read This segment. Uh, and what it is, pretty much, is off the back of whatever manga series that we discuss on that week's Manga Monday, uh, we take a look at that, we'll see what we like to compare, and then we find another series that is similar so that if you like that, you should read this. Bada bing. Does exactly what it says on the manga tin. Oh my good golly gosh. Yes. And of course, this week, we had Jason C's pick of We Never Learn. Romance, classroom shenanigans, our favorite. Uh, and we'll be looking at something very similar today. Uh, it is another series that features uh, a tutor who is who is a meanie. He is a bad guy. But is he really? Bad guy. Hmm. Because, you know, you're, you're going to find out a little bit. Ooh. Uh, just like Naruyuki. My goodness. Uh, and also, you do see that there is a lot of cute girls who do need help with the studians. But this time, there is five. Five times the fun. Oh, my goodness. It is, of course. Oh, well, that gave it away. It is the quintessential quintuplets. So this is the quintessential quintuplets, written and drawn by Neji Haruba, and it is published by Kodansha Comics in the West. Um, and we're not going to get into the whole rigmarole, nitty-gritty about the details, because let's be honest, it's the weekend, you're busy, I'm busy, we got places to be, uh, but you know, we'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, we'll try to, at least, we'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, but yes, quintessential quintuplets. Now, you might remember uh, when we were talking about uh, We Never Learn, and we were we, we saw with Naruyuki uh, a, a, a guy who was a bit of a meanie at first, a bit of the you know the bit of a tryhard and all. And he was saying, "Oh, the, those darn geniuses!" Uh, under his breath when he was talking about the 
the Thumbelina supercomputers and the, the literary sleeping beauties of the literary forests. Amazing nicknames. We, we were like, okay, he's a, he's, he's, he's a bit of a meanie. But then we realized that, you know, behind the scenes, uh, there was a lot going on behind the scenes. And, you know, he was doing it all for the fam. He was doing it all for, for Big Papa up in the sky. You know, so there was, there was, there was a method to that meaniness. This time, uh, it's perhaps a little bit harsher than that because we are introduced to our protagonist for this series. Uh, his name is Futaro Usugi. I think that's how you pronounce it. That surname is very dodgy. I don't know how you pronounce that. I tried looking it up on YouTube. I got confused. Uh, but his name is Futaro. But we'll go with that. Uh, and right away, you get you get an idea of the kind of situation this kid is in and uh, his kind of demeanor straight away because we get uh, one barbecue meal. Hold the barbecue. That's how he introduces himself. Uh, he's at the cafeteria ordering lunch, and you might you might wonder why. The whole thing is he's he's getting this barbecue meal minus the barbecue because it's the it's the best bang for your buck deal on the whole cafeteria lunch menu, uh, and he goes through all the maths about it. Um, and it all goes right over my head because I don't know anything about numbers. Uh, but, you know, he's got it all figured out pretty much. But you get the idea that money is a little tight. Like with Narayuki, for Futaro here, money is a little tight. He probably spends it all buying, buying manga. Oh, jeez. Big mood. Uh, but, you know, so he's got to be got to be calculating about things like this. Uh, but he's going all over with his barbecue meal, minus the barbecue, to enjoy his meal. Uh, and then trouble, trouble comes along in a different uniform than usual. Oh no, because there is a girl in his seat that he usually sits. She is not wearing the regular school uniform. So right away, who is this weird transfer kid? Uh oh. And there's some conflict here because she was here first. So she's not going to leave. But Futaro always sits here. So he's not going to leave either. So right away, there's conflict and it's not going well. Futaro is not handling the situation very well either. Um, but he notices, he sees, and this is probably what gets, uh, you know, what, what gets under his gears, what grinds his gears maybe. Uh, he sees her lunch, and we are talking, this is like the food wars. This is the, the meal extravaganza. We've got the, we, you got lunch dessert. You've got so, so many toppings on your udons, and you got lunch dessert. So really, like, luxurious out the wazoo here. Uh, and for poor Mr. Barbecue Meal minus the barbecue, this rubs him the wrong way. But they, they get talking, uh, and eventually studying comes up, because as a matter of fact, Futaro happens to be looking at his test scores. Uh, and this girl, her name is Itsuki, she notices it, and she picks it up, and she's like, what's going on? Turns out Futaro got 100 points, so he's got the brains. He's got the brains department going. Uh, and this kind of impresses her because she is a little bit lacking in the in the in the brains, uh, and she's kind of oh well. If you've got a hundred points, maybe you could tutor me. That'd be nice. Uh, no, it's not that easy because Futaro he, he pretty much ditches her. He's like, nope, I'm going to eat somewhere else. He takes his food tray with him, uh, and and she's like, oh hold on, you know, well maybe I can persuade you with a little bit of food, perhaps. Uh, and that's when Futaro uh, drops the mic and drops a bomb. He says, uh, oh, well, you know, I actually have enough here, uh, but I think you should probably watch what you're eating. You ordered too much. You'll get fat. Um, and straight away, Futaro is cancelled. 2021, 
you can't say that kind of things, especially not to the new girl who just showed up, poor Tsuki. And she's blushing. Uh, no, no, that's not how you do it at all. Jeez. So you, right away, you can see big meanie, big meanie. But here is where you get maybe the, the bad guy is not such a bad guy because Futaro leaves. He gets a text from Raiha. I think that's Raiha, uh, his little sister. Uh, and she wants to call him because she knows that he's a big dork and he eats alone. And so she's going to make sure that big bro isn't lonely. So straight away, Jam, Jam City. Oh, my goodness. And the big news in the Uesugi household is that uh, this father, dad, has found a great part-time job. Uh, and it involves tutoring a new girl who just moved here from a rich family. Uh, and they want they want somebody to tutor their daughter, a private tutor. Uh, and the big thing is they're paying five times the usual rate just for this one tutor job. So it sounds too good to be true. My goodness. But, you know, Futaro, he is, they are, they do need the monies. Monies is monies at the end of the day. And they are desperate. And he's thinking, you know what, maybe this is, uh, this is the right plan for me. Uh, and he wants to, he wants to find out more about who this daughter is and what's going on. Because apparently, uh, she just transferred into Futaro's high school. Uh, and what was her name? Oh, well, her name happened to be Itsuki Nakano. And in a wonderful turn of events, Turns out that as they go back into class, we see that it is Itsuki Nakano uh, who is just introducing herself to class. And straight away, a shocked face on Futaro because he has goofed it. He has 100% goofed it here. Um, he called the new girl fat that is supposed to be his ticket to five times the money. Oh, no. Uh, and everybody's like, oh, she's so cute. And, and uh, she's the talk of the class. Another thing, I don't know why they are introducing you know, the new transfer student into class uh, after lunchtime. That seems like a bit of an odd time to get the class shenanigans going. But nonetheless, I don't know what way they do in Japan. Who knows? But yeah, he, he sees her and he's like, yep, that's the rich transfer student that I just called fat. And I'm supposed to be tuning her. Uh-oh, whoopsie-doopsie. And <laughs> he tries to, you know, uh, wave. Oh, hello, remember me? She's not having none of that. <laughs> she walks on by. And this ain't good at all. This is bad times. Uh, so Futaro realizes that he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to get something going. He's gonna have to either apologize or he's gonna have to set the record straight if he wants to get into Money Town. Uh, because right now he's in Barbecue Meal without the Barbecue Town. And that's not a nice town to live in. Uh, so he, they're back in the canteen and he's trying to figure out, um, you know, maybe I just need to get on a good side and uh, sit next to her again and, and let the, let, let the shoujo flowers bloom. Oh my goodness. It's not that easy. Uh, because he finds the Itsuki sitting down next to a table full of four other cute girls with, with distinct hairstyles and, uh, and hair accessories that might make them look like the main characters of a manga series. Hmm. I wonder where we're going with this. Uh, but it was straight away, Futaro's like, uh oh, she's eating with all her buddies. And, and Itsuki looks up and says, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. These seats are all taken. You jerk, you Mr. Jerk man. My goodness. So it's not going to be that easy straight away. But as Futaro turns around and he's, he's, he's like, okay, plan B, he's not going to get away that easy because one of the girls, her name is Ichika, and she looks up and she's like, oh, you're going so soon? And she's kind of following him. She wants to know what is his big deal with Itsuki. Like, what's going on there? Is there is there some... 
maybe love is in the air, maybe the shoujo flowers, what's going on? She is a bit of a tease. She is teasing him, uh, and Futaro isn't really appreciating that. And even then, he's like, mind your own business. I'm going to handle this myself. He tries to be all serious. Uh, but as she rightfully points out, he's just a big nerd. So stop being all manly with me, big dork, and slaps him on the back. Tee hee. Uh, and even then, she mentions, oh, well, if you're having any trouble, come to me, big sister Chica. This looks like it could be fun. So, oh, teasy, teasy McGee over here. My goodness. Uh, but like, look at this, right? Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that Futaro is a dummy, but let's get down to brass tacks. Right, we have the the new girl who just came. Uh, we have, and she needs, she needs, she's looking for somebody to tutor her. Uh, that's number one. Number two, we have uh, the new tutor job for uh, a, a a girl from a rich family that needs needs a tutor. All right, so we have those two clues, and then and then number three, there is this new girl sitting beside four other girls, all with the same different hairstyles, but all also. Quite similar to each other. And and now we have number four, one of the girls that Chica's saying big sister. And, I mean, I'm not saying it takes a rocket scientist to put it all together. Quintessential quintuplets or nothing. But maybe Futaro needs to go back to his studies. I'm just saying. Uh, but yes, he's like, oh, big sister, what, what's that all that about? And he's sitting down and he's contemplating how much he's goofed it. And he's like, you know, I really burned this bridge with that fat comment. He really did goof it. Uh, and he's, he's pondering, but then he gets kind of awoken from his slumber from uh, some girl going, Usegi-san, right up, right up in his face. She's getting all up in his grill. And Futaro's like, what is going on? This girl with the headband, she's one of the girls that was sitting next to Itsuki. Who is this? Turns out to be Yatsuba. Um, and she is like a very... <laughs> She's a gem. I think I think this is the type of character that Jim would like. Uh, but she's, you know, real real bubbly personality, a bit of an airhead, let's be honest, because we do see uh, she whips out some score sheets because it turns out that maybe Futaro dropped his 100 points one. Uh, and right next to hers uh, happens to be zero points. And she's like, well, you know, uh, did you drop the one with 100 or did you drop the one with zero? Uh, and obviously, he dropped the one with 100. Uh, so that that old switcheroo game isn't going to work on poor Futaro. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> and, and Yatsuba is like, oh, well, you know, this one with zero, that happens to be mine. Oopsie doopsie. But, you know, manners maketh mad. And she's like, you know what? I did pick up your test for you. So the least you could say is thanks. And Futaro doesn't say nothing. He's just going to be, you know, like, he's just leaving. He's just being a big meanie about it all. And uh, I... <laughs> This is where you get an idea that Yatsuba may be a bit of an airhead, but she's persistent because she wants her thank yous and she's gonna she's gonna follow Futaro the whole day, even into the changing rooms. And everybody's really embarrassed. And even Yatsuba, but she's angry. She wants her thanks. And eventually he does in a roundabout way, she dropped her sheet, so he gives it back to her, uh, and that makes them even. And then she's happy with that. And she's like, Oh, thank you. So, you know, the day is safe, my goodness. Uh, and even then Futaro figures out maybe he can use Yatsuba to get into the good books with Itsuki. And he's like, maybe, you know, you can apologize to her on my behalf. No, it's not that easy. Yatsuba says that if you want to apologize, you better do it yourself. So the game continues. After school, we do see Itsuki hanging out with some more girls from that suspicious table that all have their unique hair accessories. 
and look like they could be main characters of a manga series. Hmm. And they're all hanging out. And Futaro is getting his big creep on. He's a he's <laughs> he's like sticking his head through one of them cardboard cutout dealies, you know, like you have in the carnivals. Uh, and he's eavesdropping. He's he's totally stalking these girls. Big freak. Uh, and even while Itsuki is uh, munching on a meat bun, and one of the girls is making fun of her, uh, and all this, and all poor Itsuki. And she's blushing. It's very cute. Uh, but while he's getting his freak on watching all this, one of the girls spots him. This girl is Miku. And she says, yo, yo, you big freak. What are you doing what, watching these high school girls, uh, you big freak? I'm going to report you to the police. Uh, she whips out the phone. And she doesn't really, uh, because he pleads, don't, please don't report me to the police. And, and please don't tell Itsuki-chan either. Don't tell your friend Itsuki-chan that I was following her, because that'd be weird. Uh, and she's like, okay, but that girl isn't my friend. And, and whoa, whoa, Futaro's looking, and he's like, what does that mean? Not friends? And there's another clue, oh, Blue's Clues. Get out your notebook. There's another clue on what exactly the situation here is. That Futaro just cannot crack. Oh no. But he continues his stalking nonetheless, even after Miku told him to quit it. Uh, and he follows them back to this real fancy pantsy apartment complex, looking very luxurious and extravagant. Uh, and he notices, uh oh, there's another girl. This is the last of the girls from the table. Ribbon Girl. Her name is Nino. And she's like, yo, what is this stalking business? What is going on? Quit being such a freak. Maybe we will actually call the cops on your stalking butt. Jeez. Um, and Nino tells him, stop all this freaking business. Just get ho- go home. This is this is no good. But this is where Futaro gets a little bit a little bit crafty. And he's like, oh, but I am already home. This is my humble abode. Oh, no. Uh, and he thinks that he, he's sealed the deal as he walks towards the entrance. But then Miku... She she has figured him out because she's like, you are the boy who orders the barbecue meal every day minus the barbecue. I doubt you're living in the, the flashy apartment complex. So the jig is up, but <laughs> he's going to run anyway because he spotted Itsuki at the entrance and he's going to go for it. Uh, he's running because this is his chance for five times the monies, mind you. And he has to make things right. So she gets into the elevator and he's like, oh, darn it. I got to run up the stairs. And he's really just lamenting his existence in life right now. He's getting all sweaty for this girl that he has to apologize to. This this sucks. And he's thinking about all the all the crazy shenanigans that happened today. First of all, he was getting hassled by that by that flirty chick who seems to see through everything. Then... I was getting pestered by that tenacious girl who's also really stupid. That's that's not very nice. That's mean, again. And that's Yatsuba. Then he was getting treated like a security risk by that weirdo who was impossible to read. That would be referring to Miku. And lastly, having that self-righteous jerk try to pick a fight with me outside the entrance. That was Nino. Obviously, he's not happy at all with this. Uh, and it's all Itsuki's fault. As he finally corners her, as she gets out of the elevator, she notices him, and and he's all sweating and gross, yuck. And and basically, he finally he finally gets down to doing what he wanted to do all this time. He he tries to apologize, and he's like, "Yesterday was my bad," and he can't even say it. He can't even say. It. He starts to say it, but Itsuki's like, "You know what? No, I I don't want to be hearing this. What do you want from me?" My tutor is going to arrive soon, so you got to go. And then, boom, that's when that's when another bomb drops. That private tutor is me, Futaro says. 
I'm poor Suki. This is unimaginably dire news. This is this is dreadful to be hearing this. You can see it on her face, just the shock and the disappointment and the pain and the anguish all rolled into one. And she's like, no way. I refuse. This is no way. We can't do this. Uh, but Futaro, he's like, no way. You know, I need that monies. So I apologize, but I, we got to do this. Starting today, I'm your partner. And even he puts, he does the wall slam. Oh my goodness. It's, it's shoujo feels, except Itsuki is having none of this. And she falls to her knees. She's like, oh my goodness, please. No way. Uh, there's no way that our tutor can be someone like you. And this is, <laughs> this is twist and turn city. Because Futaro, he's like, what are? I'm just tutoring you. What's going on? And then ding, ding, 30th floor, elevator door opens. And who walks in? But the four other girls that was hassling, hassling Futaro all day long. And they all look around and they notice him. And they're like, yo, it's the honor student. What are you doing here with Itsuki-chan? That's what Ichika says. Uh, Nino, she's like, oh, stalker alert. Call the police. He's, she's pointing at him. Yatsuba, oh, you're a stalker? You say, san what's going on here? And Miku says, Nino, don't be, don't be calling people stalkers. That's, that's not, that's a big accusation to be making. And it's starting to click in poor old Futaro's noggin that, <laughs> you know, well, all the clues have been laid out and he's finally, he's finally getting some answers here because, uh, it's, it's Suki is like, what are they doing? They live here, obviously. This is the Nakano apartment. And, and Futaro's like, oh, geez. Five buddies all living in the same house. You must be, you must be really close. And then, bada bing, it all, it all clicks into place. His brain goes into overtime and he realizes, as Itsuki tells him straight out, nope, we're quintuplets. A quintessential quintuplets, perhaps. And this is just, like, if before Itsuki had the shocked face, now, now the tables have turned and Futaro has the shocked face. He is, he is not liking how events are proceeding. And we come to a, a brief flash forward and uh, that we got a little bit right before the color pages. And we do see um, Futaro uh, talking to the bride-to-be. This is a happy couple. It's the Usagi Nakano wedding reception. And they're talking, they're reminiscing on the day they first met. Chika, Nino, Miku, Yatsuba, Itsuki. And this is when you all learned that we were quintuplets. And Futaro's like, yeah, I guess it was a dream. Thinking back on that day with fond memories, fond memories in the future. But back then, all he could see as he looked at these, uh, at these five girls staring back at him, some with smiles, some with frowns, some with indifference. It was all a friggin' nightmare. Jeez Louise. And that is the end of the chapter. Oh my goodness. And it was a lot of fun. Like when we look back, we did get a, a a very good a very good character introduction for Futaro. Uh, his barbecue minus the barbecue meal minus the barbecue. Very very memorable. And the girls like we get a little bit now. Bear in mind, you have to juggle five plates here. Juggle five plates. Uh, so you get you only get a brief glimpse at each of their distinct personalities, and a lot of it is. Going to the big setup of the the twist with the five girls and the studians and they're all quintuplets, which you could probably see coming. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe we're not all geniuses like a hundred points Futaro, but you saw this coming. Let's be honest, Jeez Louise. Uh, but it's it's very fun uh, and like that. There's a nice snappy humor that continues throughout 
the first chapter. Another thing as well that is worth pointing out is that the art is really on point. While the art in We Never Learn was satisfactory and did the job, uh, the art here is really good. And you, you do get like the full background details and everything. Uh, and like the character art is really on point. If you look at the anime for quintessential quintuplets, very little has changed from like the, the base manga here. Uh, because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's just that good. Uh, so yes, it is very much a solid read. Um, and surprisingly little, no, no saucy moments at the end either. We don't have anybody, uh, <laughs> taking random showers out of nowhere. Uh, and that is very much the case for this series. I've read both We Never Learned and Quintessential Quintuplets. And while we'll ne- We Never Learned tends to s- stray over into saucy territory, uh, a little bit more than you would like, perhaps. It, like, maybe it uses the saucy crutch a bit too much. Just like Fire Force, perhaps. But this, series it's very much it goes for romance it's it's romance all the way uh, and while it does have its moments uh you know to keep things spicy this is all about the romance and the drama and uh, there is drama let me tell you what there is drama and the humor you get it all in this first chapter and the twists and turns along the way so yes this is a very solid first chapter debut i'd give it a nine out of ten actually higher than what i would go for we never learn and uh, i really enjoyed this uh, and i thought it was a great first chapter Thank you for listening to Luke's Like That Read This on the Weird Science Manga Podcast. Now, you got to do three things before you go, before I let you go. Number one, head on over to at Weird Manga on the Twitters and follow us and we will follow you back. That is the weird science way of doing business. And it is, of course, your one-stop shop for all the latest and greatest manga news. Oh, boy. Uh, number two, while you're at it, you will notice that on the Twitter, we have a link to our weirdsciencemanga at gmail.com email address. And through that, you can send us all of your questions and your queries. Uh, you will read them all out as we do. You send us in your top sevens, send in your requests, and you might get added to the Manga Monday recommendation list. Oh, my goodness. And last of all, last but not least, check out the Weird Science Manga Podcast Patreon, where you can get access to the full Manga Monday experience. 14 early access episodes with new episodes added every week for your listening pleasure. It is just that easy. But I want to thank everybody for listening and to stay tuned to the Weird Science Manga Podcast for more manga goodness.